Welcome back to the Big Gay Comfy Couch Podcast, Season <laughs> 2. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, it's good to be here for Season 2, and get back into it. There's a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. How do you feel today, Ty? I feel good. Good. So today we wanted to talk about the Dylan Mulvaney partnership with Bud Light. Uh, so do you want to talk about how it started and what it was? Um, yeah, so this was a campaign that uh, Bud Light was doing for March Madness. And they gave out a commemorative can to Dylan Mulvaney, among other uh, Bud Light drinks, for a contest, I think. And it was a sponsored post um, and for people to enter a contest. And I have the immediate, I guess, reaction was from the right wing of people like Matt Walsh and other um, news outlets was to, I guess, like kind of give a bit of backlash towards, I guess, the the target marketing um, for it. And yeah, just that it wasn't catering to like the actual like branding demographic that they felt that Bud Light should be. Yeah. I just don't know when all these people became marketing directors of a brand to decide like how the brand should decide to advertise. Yeah. I think they, the idea is that like a lot of uh, individuals um, in their target market have just been like, I guess, drinking Bud Light forever and feel like, they've made an investment in the company and they want to see it represented by people that align with them in some capacity. Um, but I do think that just the overall like um, backlash is just like transphobic in a lot in like in blatant ways where it's just like pretty wild. And then it, it's kind of covered and masked by like the general public of like, differences in like opinion and like religion and stuff like that like i mean to draw a comparison to like the uh like jersey nights that happened for a lot of the hockey teams and where like certain players wouldn't wear like pride night jerseys for like a yeah, lot but that and it was a lot of the same like oh we have like religious liking differences and i'm like i was like you don't like necessarily like that's not what it's about it's just about like acceptance and like equality and like yeah so yeah and like i think having a partnership with one person doesn't take away from any other partnerships they do Mm -hmm. like just because they have a partnership with dylan mulvaney doesn't mean that they can't represent other people too like i mean a brand as big as anheuser Busch should strive to like have representation ultimately in like a lot of markets Mm -hmm. like and so, yeah, I don't know. It's like kind of hypocritical to to look at one partnership they say and then they do and then try and cancel the brand because you don't agree with their like values necessarily. Yeah, well, I would just say that, um, yeah, it's interesting because it just, I don't know, it depicted to me just like how fragile some masculinity like is like that's literally like what i viewed it as because it's like you're so upset that you have to go take a submachine gun and go shoot up a bunch of like beer cans to like 
to do what like it's it's interesting and like what i'm talking about is kid rock who like like basically posted on um social media on instagram like shooting a bunch of bud light beer cans and saying like f you like to the to the bud light brand and i don't know it's just funny because even kid rock is someone that like grew up super wealthy and like in a prominent white collar wealthy family and then like panders to like country like like southern like individuals like through his music so he even like manipulates who he is for like a brand so it's kind of like interesting in that sense oh for sure and he's not without his own controversies too yeah. first of all i had to look up who's kid rock because i forgot I he had that one song back in the day in that 2008 one <laughs> it was all summer long this is now an advertisement for kid rock um no but like he's just had his own controversies of like saying things like saying the f word like the f slur yeah um and stuff like that but then going back and being like but i like love all my like gay friends but this this like stuff along those lines not exactly that but um yeah just to go and like shoot up beer cans on online it's like what kind of message are you really spreading and he's supposed to like i think he's probably someone who like tells himself he has a lot of virtue like because he has his own like charity foundation for kids and like and it's like literally this is like in a way kind of like not violence but it is like it's giving off like aggression like i also feel like him doing what he was doing like in his mind like he didn't comprehend it as being like transphobic or like like basically like unaccepting of like people and well because it's so focused on like and it's also this american culture like if american culture is so based off of like like what's serving me what's in it for me like type of mentality where it's like people can't see like something being catered to someone else and just be like that's cool like yeah let's just like appreciate this person for like their life their story who they are and like leave that be and like there's gonna be another can with like someone like me on it in the future and you know like it doesn't even matter like if you like the beer you like the beer like what like i don't get it but i think it does show you like the threshold of like like how like how much more like transphobia has still remained so severe versus like i feel like if troy savon did like a bud light can like i don't think you would have heard the same level of backlash yeah you know um yeah it's true it's like i feel like transgender people get like a lot of hate basically yeah and just sometimes i wonder like if the people who are posting these videos like really at their core like believe what they're saying or if they're kind of in their own way like virtue signaling to their community of like i'm traditional like i'm i believe in these like whatever like christian values for example or something at their core like if it was their brother or sister or a cousin who was transitioning would they like not accept them yeah i'm sure in some cases not but like i'm also like i don't know can't everyone just like see i don't know our humanity yeah yeah i don't know i think um it's definitely 
like it, i just think the whole concept's so interesting because you just like people are masking it as like indifference or like just oh we're mad because it's like the marketing isn't like catered towards like it's a larger demographic and it's like that's not like necessarily what a brand like is all about and it's even bud light stated it's like we're meant to connect the world over a beer like that's kind of like their brand like story and values as it stands like in the current market so you can see as they're like trying to like connect all those things where like you know what i mean and someone i guess you could make the argument it's a wise march madness and dylan mulvaney like connected it and i think it's like well why wouldn't they be you know what i mean why can't they be yeah like why can't that person be associated with march madness to like open up you know visibility to like more markets and just be like more accepting of something if you don't understand it you can you know it can exist even if it's not like directly correlated with like the sport so i think i don't know it's uh it's tough to see i'm curious to know as it like continues because obviously we see a lot of um like legislation and like anti-lgbt like behavior and legislation going in so um i don't know i'm interested to see like kind of where the behavior kind of goes forward yeah i just feel like there's a lot going on these days in the states and around the world really but in the states and it can be really disheartening to hear about all this stuff. Um, but I just want to talk about some of the funny aspects in this case of the videos people were posting. Like, like oh, I'm not drinking Bud Light anymore. I'm, I guess I'll have to switch to Budweiser's. <laughs> like stuff like that. Budweiser's owned by the same company. So it's like they can't even like get their shit together to do a proper veto. Or the fact that like like Budweiser or any of the other, these other beer companies have like supported LGBT um celebrations for and years events for like a long long time so unless you're gonna like make your own beer then like you're gonna be hard pressed to find a north american brand that hasn't done some sort of like pride partnership from banks to beer brands to grocery stores and it's like yeah i don't think you could really just like try and erase representation yeah, I think, and but it's just interesting because even like a video like Kid Rocks, it's like the video that he has has like two hundred and ten like thousand likes, and you're just like, oh my god, it's hard to believe just how many people like agree with that sentiment. Where it's like, why does it matter? Like, why? Like the, with all the things that we could be doing with our time, like in this world, like why do we have to do it like actively? deplatforming people that are like minorities like specifically just because they're trans or like a minority and it's like how can we like and just the fact that it's blatantly like you know this like that it's a lot like allowed at any capacity yeah like that there's not some sort of like as a society like you can't just simply hate on somebody or like do certain actions based off of 
that you disagreeing with them as a human because I don't know if it's anything else really other than that and I'd be curious to know what their like the counter argument is towards like that behavior from someone on that like side yeah it'd be interesting for I feel like it would be interesting for Dylan to do and it, I don't think it's her responsibility at the end of the day but if she wanted to like do a conversation with someone who like made one of these videos and like mm -hmm. get in the same room yeah and just like ask them like what's like what is your deal like why why is it so bad that i'm like doing a partnership with Udlight? and i'd just be interested to see if those people really were like i really just feel like people don't understand maybe the hurt they're causing and if they could be face to face with someone they would like see their humanity a hundred percent humans generally don't like yeah can't like emotionally do that to someone like face to face but it seems to be very easy to do stuff like that online mm -hmm. or make like microaggressions or just in general like stand behind something and then i feel like they're like sometimes can just be like so i don't know out of touch with how like what message is being sent by doing that by saying like you know if you're someone that likes bud light and then they do this campaign and you're like maybe like you're just seeing everyone else like that's a bud light fan like disassociating with the brand like you kind of want to be like included in like the group of people that are like woke and like feel that that they they're like oh i don't want to be like if i stay then i'm part of like with that the smaller crowd of people that like stand by this campaign but i don't don't necessarily i don't want to disassociate but i don't want to be like excluded from the the core bud light people that i like always associated with that's what i meant before when we were talking about like virtue signaling signaling to their own group true yeah. kind of of like did they really at their core believe it or did they just want to feel a part of something mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I think I, um, I'm interested to see what happens like more with, um, stuff like this going forward and how brands and businesses, um, are impacted. And I do feel bad for the PR team because I feel like even if I was part of the PR team, I wouldn't have saw this coming that like it would make the business lose so much in revenue and sales. Like, if you weren't looking at it coming from that perspective, you're probably just thinking, wow, this is like a really, like, great person to partner, sh partner with because they're, like, up and coming on TikTok. I would say they're, like, they've, she's got a relatively, like, clean channel. Like, she doesn't, like, swear a lot, for example, or, like, doesn't, like, pretty brand friendly yeah. for the most part. So they're probably thinking, wow, like, what a great opportunity for us to, like, hit this market kind of yeah. and like getting with the younger generation, which is what I think they were trying to do. But now I'm pretty sure the a couple of the people that were responsible for like coordinating that partnership are not working right now. Like I'm pretty sure they're on leave of absence. Yeah. From um Anheuser Bush, I guess. Mm -hmm. And that in itself 
to me doesn't feel great because I would have really liked to see the company stand behind it in a bigger way and just be like, keep them on, double down on the partnership. But maybe that would have sadly cost them more business. I don't know. It's like, or would they have really gained an audience with that younger generation? And then, you know, people would be going out more to buy it just from a different audience. Maybe, but I just think like, if you look at, like, if you look at the average person that like, in like the kid rock demographic that goes out and buys like a two, four on the regular. Yeah. I can't crush that much okay. beer. Like, <laughs> yeah. like two. So three are you max. really going to give up? Like, is a business going to give up like the person that buys like a couple beers at the basketball or a game or the concert in downtown versus the person that like regularly buys cases of beer like on the regular like what what's what are you gonna like attach like more to and that's there's like 80 percent of like your market is that and 20 percent is that like are you gonna bet like a fortune 500 company on the 20 20 percent like no business is going to make that call, especially when it's a public company. Maybe if it was private, they could, but ultimately. But then that, like, to me, that really devalues them supporting the community in the first place. Like, I get what you're saying. Like, in a way, like, they just have to go with, like, the majority for their finances, right? Um, Or, like, the majority of their customer base, I should say. Because we're, we live in a capitalist society and, like, public companies just have to like make the most amount of money they can, I guess, because that's like what they're working there for. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know if maybe I shouldn't take to heart when I see a brand's like pride can or like tent at a pride event, because at the end of the day, it's like, they're just there trying to capture your money. Yeah. I mean, they're just, they're also there. So they don't become, associated with the brand that's like not lgbt friendly it doesn't mean they're like we cater to the lgbt market in full like there's a reason why most brands show up june 1st to june 30th and then you never hear anything about pride for the rest of the year right yeah. like there's a reason <laughs> the tiktoks about that um like friends during pride month or something oh yeah there's so many <laughs> there's so many like... parody <laughs> <laughs> yeah hi gay <laughs> happy pride month <laughs> yeah because we support it... you we love you <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i yeah i mean anyone's like any business is gonna cater to the market that like brings in the most amount of revenue a lot of the time right not every time, but like when it becomes public business, like there's just so many shareholders that they're going to be voting on the committee, the executive committee and the board of directors anyways. So whoever, like if they go and cater to 20% of the market, and then again, like the revenue from the 80% is just going to continue to taper off. That board of directors is going to be voted out. And then someone else is going to be voted in that like is going to, you know, bring revenue back to like where it needs to be. So it's like a touchy like place because it's like, yes, it is frustrating that like people don't cater to like 
that market, but you can understand maybe from like a public businesses like standpoint that it makes sense. Can you hear a washing machine? Everyone listening. It does a whole song. Yeah, it's probably the longest washing machine song. I swear, like in five years, it's gonna be like a whole song, like a three-minute song. BB Rexa will like sample it and like make her next hit. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> It's like I feel like you that only needs to be on for like five seconds for someone to like know. Or just a beep. Yeah. But I appreciate its flair. It really works for that. Yeah. Money. Uh, <laughs> we don't even put money into it. It works for that. Yeah, we're just throwing like dollar bills at it. <laughs> dance, the washing wash machine dance. serving. <laughs> it eats every time it washes. Yeah. <laughs> she ate. Um but yeah, I think it's interesting subject, kind of wild. Straight people are wild. and um, But if you're straight, we support you. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you don't support Kid Rock. Yeah. <laughs> then we'll... Uh, I don't know what we'll do. <laughs> Keep making podcasts. <laughs> yeah. But I'm kind of glad, I would say, to see this controversy just end because at the end of the day, like, this whole thing just felt polarizing. And it was a long, it was long for, like, what it was. I'm just like, why is this still relevant? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Dylan just responded to it, like, a couple days ago. Yeah. Um, And I'm not exactly sure what you said, but it was something along the, like, along the lines of, like, this is like day 9,600 of me just being a human and like yeah, that kind of thing. It's like, yeah, I feel like when things like this happen, it really like highlights kind of our differences <laughs> with other people and makes me grateful to live here in um, Canada too. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, I'd like to do a podcast soon um, with all the really tough stuff going on for the LGBTQIA community and all of that. I'd like to do a podcast where we just like aggregate a bunch of like positive changes that are being made around the world in that regard, like new countries legalizing like um, same-sex marriage and stuff, because that stuff is happening too. And it's important to remember that, yeah, um, you know, there's hope. Yeah, looking forward to it. Thank you guys so much for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week.